Welcome to Empowerment Radio. My name is Dr. Friedman, and I'm so glad that you decided to join me. Empowerment Radio is about giving you the insights, tools, and solutions to address some of the most challenging aspects of our daily lives. So sit back, relax, and empower yourself. Well, uh, Happy New Year. I'm your host, Dr. Friedman. Welcome to Empowerment Radio. And uh, maybe, like so many others, you also didn't get a lot of sleep last night because of these really atrocious events that happened in Washington. And uh, yeah, I have to say, that was quite something. Just when we thought, okay, 2020 is behind us, now we can maybe look for more calm and uh, greener pastures, boom, something happened. So I think just to have a quick remark about that, because this is not the topic of our show, but I cannot hold myself back. I think we have to really see this, what happened yesterday, as an opportunity to ask ourselves a few questions. Just, you know, to realize, okay, so this is something that may have been uh, something we never imagined, but it did happen. And so the question we have to ask ourselves, how could this happen? How could this happen? What drives some just really decent, normal citizens to be radicalized and basically driven to do things that are acts of violence and terror? What is that? How can all of us are susceptible to that? How can we be so manipulated in believing something is okay when maybe a few years ago we would have completely condemned that? What is it about us? Is it anger? Is it anxiety? Is it that we don't feel we have hope any longer? And the second question we have to ask ourselves, how is it that someone that has really not shown a lot of respect for the truth or the constitution or for kindness, decency, and was pretty much always thriving on bullying and misinformation and self-aggrandizing how is it that that person still could get over 70 million votes? And of those people that voted for him, how many people are now shocked by the events that happened yesterday? And is it really shocking and surprising or is it actually something we could have seen coming, but somehow we just always decided to look away or make excuses and how can we never let this happen again? And the last question is, why is it that there is such a difference on how those terrorists yesterday, and I call them not rioters, I call them terrorists because I was an act of terror. How come that they were just gently ushered out of the Capitol, whereas the Black Lives Matter protester at Lafayette Square were beaten down and tear gassed for a photo op? There are all these questions we have to ask ourselves. And in some ways you could say, well, yeah, 
the mask is off. It's obviously clear that the nation has a problem. There is a problem of inequality, racial divide, distrust in our institutions, distrust in our neighbors, disregard for people that believe differently and have different values. And in order for this to be the only event, and not just the beginning, I believe we all need to really take accountability and can we be a part of the healing? How can we make peace with those that are believing differently than we are? Our family members, our friends, our neighbors that we kind of you know, put aside because we feel like, well, they just have voted for the wrong person. This is no longer something we can just play around with, like rooting for a different football team. We have to really see this as a very serious threat to the future of our democracy and the future of the peace within this country. And so we need to be ready to be that source of peace, to listen, to communicate, to gain some kind of understanding and to bridge the divide. I certainly wanna do my part to do that because as horrible as it was, and as I kind of really feeling turned off by these big mass uh, rallies that were held by Trump, I also have compassion and understanding that there is something underneath that makes people go into this tribal consciousness in this searching for a leader and a messiah that somehow brings them out of this valley into the promised land. And so we cannot just ignore that. We just have to really also understand there is work to be done. And that work starts today. But not today at the show, because I actually wanted to talk about something that is as relevant in many ways, because it is the beginning of the year. And every time there is a new year, there is also a new page or a new chapter that opens up and that's the line in the sand where you can say, great, I can have a new beginning and start fresh. Now, 2020 wasn't really something that you could just easily say, I'm going to forget about it. It was a pretty normal year. It was actually really rough. And of course, there is a temptation to just say, why not creating a clean slate by leaving it behind us? Let's just forget about it. It was a bad nightmare. I don't want to deal with this anymore. Well, first of all, many of the problems, as we just saw yesterday, and as we see this still with the rising COVID numbers, are still there. So it's not totally done and over. And second of all, there is something when we are trying to do the etch-a-sketch with the past and just shake it up a little bit and move on, that a part of our mind... And that's that deeper subconscious has none of it, doesn't like it. Happened to me frequently. I have to admit situations in my past that I just wanted to skip over and move on, like uh, my time in the hospital or when my parents died and uh, we found out that we couldn't get children and all of those things. I just wanted to focus on what's right in front of me, staying in the power of now rather dealing with that, what was in the past. And what happened was that for quite some time, I had dreams. 
dreams about the issues I didn't want to deal with, dreams about these situations that were hard, but somehow I just felt I want to rather leave behind. And those dreams come from the subconscious mind, which tries with those dreams to somehow work through these challenges, but then often also really needs our conscious mind to do some processing. And that's where those dreams become a little alarm bell or a knock at the door and says, hey, come on, let's pay attention to that, what I'm showing you, because obviously there is still something for you to learn and something for you to heal. So today we want to just do that. I'm going to talk about four different ways to really create a clean slate that is a clean slate of empowerment, a clean slate that brings you back to your wholeness, a clean slate that actually makes this past year not just a nightmare that you want to forget, but the fertile ground for something that you grew into and you continue to grow into. There was an article the other day about the biggest fallout of this whole crisis last year, especially the pandemic. It's not an economic fallout or the physical fallout, but it is really the mental health issues that apparently are already very dramatically on the rise. And it's unclear how many people will struggle with PTSD, depression, anxiety, and so on. And I believe that is exactly a part of this not processing and staying stuck, staying frozen in those uh, experiences, in the loss, in the grief, in the anxiety, in that uh, always changing environment, that having to deal with the loss of normalcy and freedom, all of those things that we are not used to, they certainly have caused these mental health issues. And I want to do my best today to teach you a few ways to not stay stuck in them and to be able to overcome them and start healing yourself. And the first place to do this is to not go into the, all right, you know what? This happened, this was painful, this was hard. Um, there was some grief, but as I said, let's just move on. Let's not go there, but really take some time to honor what we went through. Take some time to really think about, write about, and really acknowledge that pain, that fear, that grief, that anxiety, that loneliness, that sense of isolation, that sense of uncertainty everything that you were dealing with, that you had a hard time with, just acknowledge that this is real and this has happened and you had to deal with it. And it may feel initially a little overwhelming. So you can just make a little timeline if you want to and write about you know, the different months and the different experiences and the different events that are still sticking out there. Or you can do a revision board which is kind of, you know, the past of a vision board. You're taking pictures, maybe that you took or that you find uh, in newspapers or magazines and you simply put them together that uh, in, a, in a way of like honoring 
like a mural. You're honoring that what affected you, that what you feel like maybe scarred you, that what still has weighed you down. But also maybe that already where you can see, well, these were the little highlights. Maybe there were things that I already saw as the line at the, or the light at the end of the tunnel. Just make this revision board in honor of that year, that chapter in your life that may have been one of the harder ones or maybe even the hardest so far. And once you did that, once you have taken an inventory, then we can go to the next step and reap the rewards and gain the learnings. And that's what we're gonna talk about after the break. So don't go anywhere. If you struggle with fear and anxiety, you know how powerless and stuck these emotions can make you feel. You've tried everything, but nothing helped you overcome these blocks. Dr. Friedman Schaub, award-winning author of The Fear and Anxiety Solution, created a special program which helped thousands of his clients to become healthy, happy, and confident again. Learn how to eliminate negative self-talk, let go of your emotional baggage, and replace limiting beliefs. With Dr. Friedman's Accelerator program, you can break through your challenges. Visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. What we've been taught and told is not all there is. Life is all about energy, and the energy you feel is real. Tune into The Energy Paradigm each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com with Dr. Vic. The Energy Paradigm is an eye-opening, mind-shifting, transformative and earth-shattering way to live, work and do business that will enable you to unlock your magic every day. Visit TheEnergyParadigm.com. Welcome back to Empowerment Radio. We're talking about the clean slate of the past. This doesn't have to be just about the new year, a new beginning, but it can be also any time when you feel like, yep, I need to really turn the page. I need to move forward, but I want to do it in a way that I'm taking the most with me from what I experienced. So there is the revision board. There is the honoring of what you went through. Now then, is that what the subconscious really wants from you, which I said before, it's those little nudges of the subconscious that may give you flashbacks that uh, make you have, you have dreams or you get triggered by certain situations, all signs that say, okay, there is still something that you have not processed and ultimately learned from. See, I do believe that the subconscious can find peace with the past if it really has all the confusions and all the questions answered. And in order to do that, we need to answer some of the questions that we can ask ourselves, you know, questions that help us to grow and to learn from what we experienced. It's a little bit like you're sitting up on a mountaintop and you can either look already to that next mountain you want to climb or just up in the sky, or you can look to the trail that you were just scrambling up on. You can see how far you came. You can admire how hard it must have been going there step by step until you reach the top. 
And when you see that trail, you can also gain the benefit of maybe feeling proud of yourself and maybe realizing what you're capable of. So here are a few questions Danielle and I like to think about at the end of the year. We always do a little writing meditation about just wrapping the year up, finding some completion with it. And one question you may want to ask yourself is who or, or what and what are you more grateful than ever for this year? And that's really something I feel because there was so much change and there were so many challenges and issues. There are certain things you probably would say, yeah, I really was more grateful for my family or I was more grateful for living in the countryside and not being stuck in the city. Or I was grateful for the fact that I could work from home or that everyone stayed healthy, including myself. Or I was grateful that uh, there was support by some uh, federal or local agencies that helped me to make it through. I was certainly very grateful for the ability to connect with my clients, but also with my friends and family through the internet, virtually. So even though we were disconnected and not able to see each other, there was still the ability to stay in touch and know what's going on. So think about what you're grateful for and then think about what you have learned to appreciate more. And that's a little bit of a different question. You know, when we are living in a different way, almost like in a different world, somehow we are realizing, huh, there are certain things that all of a sudden stick out that we may have not seen before. And that could be a simpler way of living. A client of mine told me yesterday how much he heard from his clients and also he experienced himself that this holiday season was special because it was a holiday season of simplicity, a holiday season where you didn't have to visit all the relatives that you usually don't want to see, uh, but you feel obliged to, to have somehow a dinner or something together. There was no rushing to the big malls and buying as much as possible. It was much more simple and focused and therefore also more enjoyable because everyone was present. No one did anything they didn't want to do. And everyone felt closer with each other. So this kind of, this kind of simplicity may be something that you appreciated more. Or maybe you really felt that you saw the things that you could lean on, that you appreciated, that you had books that you could read and you really loved going into this different world as a, as a way of escaping for a while. Or maybe you appreciated your animals more that just didn't seem to be bothered. In fact, they actually enjoyed that you were around more. Or maybe you really felt that, yeah, this helped me to get closer to my significant other. I was actually able to really talk about things we usually don't have the time to do. Or maybe you felt closer to your children. Whatever those things are, write down what you were appreciating more because the contrast the contrast from what we usually are having in our lives to what we had to really just make do with can also be a huge gift. 
And then what have you discovered about yourself? Because that's also something that I feel a lot of people were able to do because there was not so much distraction. There was not so much this external pull to somehow identify yourself with your friends or with travels or with your job. It was much more a focus on the essential, including yourself. So what did you discover? Did you discover that you're actually more resilient than you thought you were? That you have an enormous ability to be patient and to adjust? Maybe you had to share your workplace with your wife and your children, and you somehow still learn to enjoy that. Maybe you realize that you have a creative little uh, outlet, and you didn't even know that you actually are good at uh, cooking or drawing or doing some other arts and crafts or singing, and you really, really felt this enriched your life. Or maybe you discovered that you have a very strong desire to make people feel safe and that you can be very selfless in this regard and just take responsibility for yourself while giving people the feeling that they can lean on you. Whatever those things are, just notice what you discovered about yourself, how this living out of your comfort zone, and that's the next question, has made you grow. How did you feel you matured or evolved in the last year? Because, you know, living outside the comfort zone is where usually the growth happens. We are unfortunately so attached to the comfort zone that we often only inch ourselves forward with the personal growth. Now, this was certainly not possible this year. So what is it what you would say you have been able to, to grow into? Have you noticed that your priorities changed? Have you noticed that you are someone who can actually accept and surrender better? Have you spiritually grown because all of a sudden you were able to lean onto a higher power and hold on to that faith and hope of yours? Or maybe you just really were realizing that life is precious and that it can end unexpectedly any moment and that it is important to really stay present and open to the gifts and the blessings of the now. There are things that when you really reflect on them have changed you, have affected you deeply. So think about your growth. And lastly, think about what you really are proud of. Because I think we are too often taking ourselves for granted. You know, I hear many people that said, you know, I feel almost bad because it wasn't that hard for me. It was okay. You know, I still had my job and everyone was healthy. And so I should really not complain or I should really not feel good about myself. I was just lucky. But that's not true. You have reasons to feel proud of yourself. And I think it's really important to be able to see those things that you would say you want to appreciate also in the future. Because, you know, maybe you were the one who actually were more grateful for what you had than ever before. And rather than 
like in the past comparing yourself and uh, looking for you know the next thing that you think you should have you were much more at peace and much more grateful what is or maybe you were realizing that i'm really proud of my ability to be positive and make people laugh or see the glass half full rather than the glass half empty. Or maybe you realize that you can be proud of yourself that you were so quick on the uptake when there was always changing guidelines and always changing pieces of information and you were someone who could just stay on top of all of it. So think about all of those questions and there may be more questions that come to mind, more ways for you to digest the past and realize, wow, there are really a lot of nuggets of growth, power, and wisdom that I really have been able now to, to see more clearly and to harvest through this uh, reflection, just simply through the writing. Now, if you do have anything that you want to share about last year, anything that you want to have help with, I love to answer your questions. I love to help you uh, with, you know, just some uh, advice. Call in 800-930-2819 or just type in a question into Facebook Live and I'm happy to answer them. Now, when we come back, I will talk about uh, how to implement now these learnings and lessons and how to also make sure that you are getting your power back. Because if there is one thing that many people felt, it was a sense of powerlessness. It was a sense of feeling that they were not in control of their life. And, and that is, I believe, one of those great challenges when it comes to uh, mental health issues that feeling powerless and that feeling somehow out of control. So how can we enter into this new year by bringing our power back and gaining a sense of being again, more or less in charge of our life. So stay tuned. I'm gonna have to let my cat out. We'll be right back. Stuck in a roundabout of dysfunction? Learn how to speak your truth to power with host Dr. Kathy O'Bear. Create real change with smart tools and smart strategies. No frills, no fluff, just life-changing conversations to help get you where you want to be. Extend your reach and become an agent for real change with Kathy O'Bear. For more information on Kathy and her work, please visit drkathyobear.com. That's drkathyobear.com. Juggling life's relentless demands can leave us unbalanced and restless. Do you feel stuck in the overwhelm? Diane McClay is a personal empowerment coach, author, and compassionate storyteller on a mission to boost you into balance and help you move forward with passion and purpose. Get unstuck with Diane on The Diane McClay Show every second and fourth Friday at 1.30 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about Diane, visit DianeMcClay.com. Thank you for listening in on Eye of Soul Radio on TransformationTalkRadio.com with me, psychic medium Jamie. Return next time for an empowering and yet chilling look into the raw side of spirit. For more information about myself and the Eye of Soul, 
visit eyeofsoulradio.com. That's Eye of Soul Radio. Eye of Soul Radio, only on transformationtalkradio.com. See you next time. How to enter into a new chapter, whether it's the beginning of the year or a chapter that you decide, let's say it's uh, June 15th with a clean slate. How can you let go of whatever you feel you want to find completion and resolution with in the most empowering way? So this segment, I want to talk about the power how to bring your power back. And, uh, and I think there is something about these, uh, you know, habits that we are getting into, especially when we're dealing with challenges that are more power draining than the actual circumstances we are in. Because, yes, there are certainly uh, situations where we do feel victimized or disempowered or we have very few options, but how we deal with them is still making the difference on whether we feel empowered or not. And a lot of people notice that uh, they actually let themselves a little go in the last year. They feel like, well, where I drained my power is by having really bad eating habits or by just not working out anymore because I couldn't, couldn't go to the gym or by letting themselves go physically with the way they dress, the way they have their hair cut, the way they have their environment. So there is something about that power drain. When you notice I got into a bad habit, I feel like I let myself down. I feel like that I'm almost self-sabotaging my confidence and my level of happiness with myself just see where you can now turn this around. And it's not about doing it perfect or feeling like it has to be all heroic and, uh, you know, in a very hard way. You want to do it sustainable. It can be just that you start having a few more healthy meals a week or going again out for a little walk or actually rather than uh, binging more shows on Netflix, reaching out to a friend because you have really kind of ignored those people that have been a big part in your life. It can be about cleaning up your environment. You know, Danielle and I were cleaning up our basement uh, during the holidays. And uh, I have to say, it's not my favorite time to get rid of stuff and sort things through, which is, you know, Danielle's greatest, uh, joy but uh, it was actually very gratifying and if you see a basement or your bedroom or any of those things as an expression of your inner world well i guess my inner world was a little bit chaotic and cluttered and certainly looks much better now that the basement is almost so beautiful you want to have a dinner party there and for you it may be another place that you could just clean up or maybe there are some unresolved issues like bills you haven't paid, or maybe you have some uh, things that you just feel like you have tolerated and now 
that is something that's no longer okay. You know, those tolerations, the toaster that every day burns your bread and every day you have to scrape the burn off. Well, getting another toaster may be something that gives you power back or feeling like there are these, uh, you know, the light bulb that uh, finally needs to be expla- uh, exchanged or that... Uh, you know, that outside garden that could be raked or whatever you feel that gives you a sense of cleaning up, deleting what's no longer serving you, ending those things that you just barely tolerate and committing this way to self-care and to a positive momentum, something that just gets you out of that maybe more stagnant energy from last year. And then based on what you have been answering in those questions before in the segment, think about, okay, how can I define more who I wanna be this year? I showed up in 2020, but how can I show up even more as a person that has learned and grown from those challenges? And not wanting to forget all those perks and all those insights you have gained. You know, don't just go back and say, well, let's just, you know, go back and spend our Sunday afternoon in the mall, endlessly wandering around, buying things that you never need and ending up just in your basement. And then you have to declutter at some point. Let's stay in this mindset of being more content with what you have and being more focused on simplicity in life, having your priorities still focused on that what brings you joy, the people around you, the little arts and crafts that you discovered is actually fun, spending more time on maybe introspection with yourself, digging a little bit deeper in, even though now maybe there is a time soon when you can see your friends again or when you can go out and be distracted all over the place, maybe you want to not forget how good it felt to be more closely connected and how it felt to actually have life slower and have that you know, freedom of fewer choices and the clarity to really know what you want. See this all just as a way for you to continue a momentum that started last year, that was based out of necessity, wasn't your choice. You had to show up and somehow made the best out of it. And you did. And so just really keep that and really feel like this is not a lost year, what happened. It's actually a year that shaped me a year that made me look inside and realize what I'm capable of, a year that made me trust and believe in myself more, a year that was not my preference, but I realized I don't have to always have it my way. I can actually dig inside and I can find out that no matter what happens, I have the ability to make something positive out of it. That is something I think we really can take from that time. And if you want to go even further than that, maybe there is something about you having gained some trust in those that you love and care about. Trust in your family, trust in the random kindness of people 
that may have just shown up and brought groceries or ask if they can help you with something. Just really noticing that this also may have brought you closer to have a belief in the kindness of others. Or maybe you have a greater belief in life. And there is something that you just feel like that life is, again, not always showing up to our liking, but it has its way to help us to find the doors that uh, are opening up when we don't expect them to open up or to make those connections or bring us the things that we truly need. And that can even translate then also into the spiritual aspect and the belief in a higher power. So what I find about this past year personally is that it really made me realize how important it is to focus on our emotions and to focus on where we let our mind and our emotions and with that also our vibration, our frequency go. So many times we are wallowing in our negative emotions. And that may have you know, a good place and reason for it to be, but it's certainly not something that makes us grow or move forward or take charge. You know, we, we can wallow in anxiety and just really beat the drum of this anxiety. Or then it goes into the exhaustion and then it goes into that sense of sadness and depression. And that frequency in itself is a heavy weight that can really make us feel paralyzed and stuck. And so one of the things I really love to work with and, uh, and have personally done a lot and also teach people is to change your vibration, change your emotions. And, and for that, you can just really go into that wealth of experiences within. And what you can learn is, and what you may have already learned is at any given moment, there is a reason to go up the ladder of emotions, the ladder of emotional frequency from, let's say, feeling sad or, or down to feeling at least accepting or surrendering. And then you can go to that level of having some little appreciation for something or some looking forward to something else. It may be just for that little donut that is in your oven right now. And from there, you can get more a sense of hope. Maybe there is more positivity waiting for you. And then you can go maybe to find a little bit joy or humor. And what I'm saying is that practicing to be that, you know, that artist with your emotions, that, uh, that soulist that can actually play this whole emotional array more fluidly and doesn't let your external circumstances make you feel something, but choosing more from the inside how you want to think and how you want to feel about something. That is something a lot of people just naturally had to do. That's a part of the resilience. And that is something I think we continue and we have to continue to practice to do. So for this next uh, 358 days, just make a practice out of choosing how you want to feel, choosing what vibration you want to bring into the day. What is your, uh, you know, your song of the day? What is that frequency that you feel like you want to 
thrive on and maybe also share with those around you. And today that can be optimism or it can be a sense of just gratitude for what happened and, and looking forward to making something even better for this next year. So we'll be right back and uh, we do a little inner work, a little meditation on creating a clean slate. So get a pillow, put your feet up, relax, and I'll be right back. The finder of lost things, exploring your superpowers of trust, healing, and transformation with me, Hannah Belton. When my brother Christian went missing, I completely denied my grief. We can either transform and transition, or we can stay stagnant. This podcast will uncover the process that Christian and I went on to find the lost things, him, and to find the parts of me that were missing. And there's things that are missing in you that prevent you from letting go whether it's a person, a dream, a lifestyle, that process of trusting and finding the lost pieces and and integrating them. That's where you get your sustainable transition that will carry on. Tune in every Monday at 9am Pacific on transformationtalkradio.com. You can find me at hannahvelton.online. Mind to Heart with me, Craig Richardson, carves a pathway from your mind to your heart to activate that innate compass to overcome whatever life sends your way. As an intuitive life coach, I am ready to guide you to an amazing life. Tune in live every second and fourth Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about me, visit CraigERichardson.com. Welcome back uh, to Empowerment Radio. So I hope you uh, are starting to relax and uh, are ready to go into a little bit of a deeper subconscious place to work with that part of your mind to create that clean slate. So what I would like you to do is just to close your eyes, take a deep breath in, and exhale. And then just set your intention to have your subconscious bring you to a situation, an event, a significant moment that really you want to resolve. Something in the last year that you still feel a weight on still feel there is something holding you back to move fully forward. So imagine for a moment that you are standing in front of a door and that door has your name on it. And as you call out your name, the door opens and lets you in, inside a beautiful, warm, familiar and safe room. I would like you just to imagine that in the middle of the room there is a light, a beam of light that is shining from the top. 
you don't see where it comes from, but you feel drawn to the light. So you just step into that light and it feels warm. It feels uplifting. It feels light. It is as if all the heaviness and darkness of what you had felt before is just starting to dissolve. And you feel like dissolving. You feel that this light and all its little rays are starting to fill you up and lift you up so that you become light like a feather, light and weightless, starting to float up into the air, floating higher and higher and higher all the way to that mountain top from where you can see the trail that you were on. You can see the path of the past. You can see all of this last year clearly laid out there. I would like you just to see from above how far you came and how much you went through and how there were so many opportunities and situations you did prevail and grow from. Now ask your subconscious to get you to a specific event that you just feel you still need to find some completion with. And as you're floating into the past and finding yourself right above this event, look down on yourself, your younger self from the past. Look down onto the event. See what you went through. Notice the situation. Be aware of what happened and also be aware of what you felt, thought, or did at that time. Have compassion with yourself. Have understanding with yourself. Honor what you went through. But also ask yourself, what is there to learn from this for me? What can I still gain from this event as an insight or as a gift for the future? Just notice if there is a learning about yourself. Maybe you learned that even though you felt very low, you actually were able to go beyond it. And you can see that in this low point where you felt this will always stay like this, there is also the truth of everything being temporary. And you never have to feel ever that things will never get better. Maybe what you have learned is that even in the darkest moments, you could still somehow sense the light within you. Or you could feel that somebody else's light and love are trying to support you. Maybe you can learn that even if there was something that was taken away from you, a loss, 
something that was hard for you to accept. There was also a sense of hope that the loss will heal and that there will be something in your life that will come in and will help you to find joy and happiness again. Whatever there is for you to learn, it will come to you as you're asking for it. It will come to you consciously or just subconsciously as a flash in the future or a dream that you will get whatever there is for you to receive. And then ask yourself, what advice would I love to give this younger self if I could? If I would be able to go back and speak to my younger self, what would I say? How would I like to support who I was at that time from the future perspective? Maybe there is something of a positive message, message of hope and encouragement. Maybe there is a message of you have so much more inner resources than you ever believed you have. Maybe there is a message of you can let go. It's okay. You will be okay. Don't resist. Don't hold on. Just trust. Whatever you feel, this younger self could benefit from hearing from you. Just imagine you could give this message now. And then from your heart, send a warm light of appreciation, acceptance, love and healing into the event and into the person who you were at that time. Imagining that this healing light is dissolving all that weight, baggage, anxiety or pain that you may have felt at that time. And like little clouds, little particles, residues of this emotional burden, you're floating out of this younger self and dissolving, releasing. And you can see that this younger self is changing the way he or she looks, stands, feels, until you find the event and the situation is resolved. And then I would like you just to come back above now and go even further now into 300 and 58 days from now into the future. And I want you to visit your future self, having taken on all those learnings and lessons from the past. Imagine your future self having kept the positive momentum of growth, having evolved into that next stage of your personal evolution. Seeing all those positive learnings, all those opportunities come to flourishing. 
see who you are there. How your life has been positively affected by those learnings and changes. How you can feel even more proud and confident of yourself. How you can look forward already to who you are becoming. Take a little snapshot of what is possible for you. Then float right back above now, back into your physical form, back into this moment. Take a deep breath in. Exhale. Open your eyes. Welcome back. Well, I think you did good work. You have released and you have learned and you have grown. And of course, there's always more to do from the past. So take this really as an opportunity to go into the future with this sense of accomplishment, but also confidence and optimism, keeping your mind open, keeping your heart open, keeping your awareness alive on what is possible and what is right for you, and really staying awake. If there is one thing that most of us couldn't do last year, it was going onto autopilot, falling asleep, and just going through the motions. We had to be alert, we had to be awake, we had to be somehow on our toes. So let's keep ourselves awake. Let's keep ourselves alive and make good choices. Choices that honor us and choices that honor our lives and all those that we care and love and want to support. Well, until next time, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your interest in what I have to share. And thank you for trying to always be the best and most empowered self. Goodbye. You've been listening to Empowerment Radio with Dr. Friedman Schaub. Join Dr. Friedman every first and third Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, as he addresses some of the most prevailing challenges of our daily lives. To learn more about how Dr. Friedman's personal breakthrough program can help you overcome fear, anxiety, and low self-esteem, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. Views expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the station, its management, or advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio.